Chapter 4 Wessex It all started in about AD 383, when Magnus Maximus of the Roman Empire, number 7, withdrew the last of his troops from the Roman Empire-required lands of the British Isles. This was, at the time, a strategic and planned withdrawal. We understand that Magnus Maximus agreed to leave some loyal to Rome regional lords in charge. These lords were allocated regional responsibility throughout the Roman British Isles, about the size of England today. One assumes from this action the Romans thought they would be returning, although as we all know today, history tells us otherwise. Number 2. The original plan of delegating responsibility to the loyal to the Rome-nominated lords had the desired effect. It provided peace and stability. The people of Britain continued to work, trade and prosper amongst themselves. Wider trade across the sea to Ireland and Scandinavian countries also flourished. Underpinning the stability, the lords met regularly around Britain to maintain family connections, communication links, discuss trade and solve disputes. However, as the generations passed, the Roman legacy of command structures and logistics declined, as did the respect for law and order. It also became clear to the family ancestors of the original lords that Rome would not be returning to these shores anytime soon, if at all. Squabbling and land grabbing became the norm. The usual respect and common understanding between regions declined into chaos. To make matters worse, the problems within Britain are now being observed with interest by the trading partners of Ireland and Scandinavia. Observing anarchy, trade trickled. More and more moated strongholds were being established and communication declined. As you'll already know from school history, this was indeed a very dark time within Britain. The documenting of local history and key events was the last thing on people's minds. We are now in the Dark Ages. Living within the shores of Britain was a matter of day-to-day -day survival and keeping your head down, otherwise it would be off. Not unnoticed by those wishing to exploit the situation and recognising the weaknesses of the British Isles, others started to take an interest, particularly with incursions from the northern lands of Britain. Other invaders also came by sea and up rivers, exploring and exploiting. It was now AD 450, and the incursions from the Angles and Saxons became more frequent. These foreigners arrive on the southeastern shores of Britain in droves, settling into their new lands. These original traders took control and established their own traditions and laws. The destiny for Britain was now sealed. With the continued unrest and squabbling between the regional warlording families, life was easy for any invader. The invaders divided and conquered. The fact is, almost all the original Roman-nominated families had been picked off one by one and those not already dead became merged with the Angles and Saxons. By AD 452, the only true safe area of Britain was now the region of Wessex. Well, I say safe. The border of Wessex had a long coastline from the River Severn to the north, around to the area of the River Test in the south. All of this coast required constant protection by loyal to Wessex knights. The local lords within the Wessex region continued to cooperate with one another, at least for the time being.